Yes, yes, yes. It's time for us to now uh, get into our social conversation where we speak farming and the profitability of potato farming. Our guest is Gugule Tujik of Amanda Omnoto. He's an entrepreneurial and enterprise development mentor, and he's also an economist. Nongkosi, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, Manduli, the team in the studio together with the SIFM listeners. Oh, my goodness. Amazamban. A commodity that has become as pricey as inyama meat. <laughs> and we're talking about potatoes today. So, firstly, let's start here. Why are the potato prices so high? Why are we experiencing such a shocker to our systems? It's quite amazing. I think it's, it's really all the issue of the supply and demand, uh, economic issues as it were, um, the, the potato, uh, sort of as a crop, has really grown quite tremendously in terms of its output in the country, which shows that there's a lot of people who are consuming potatoes. And as well, because we, I think, uh, um, sell potatoes locally as well as export some of our potatoes. So the demand for potatoes has really tremendously grown uh, in the past 10, 15, 20 years in South Africa. I think that's that's really partly one of the reasons. And besides Manduli, you know, food prices have grown and they've sort of like increased um all across if you if you were just to be careful when it comes to the the, the commodity that commodities that we consume. Very true. Very true. Yeah. So yeah. now <laughs> Potatoes as a business. I don't know if you've watched the movie. It's, a, it's a, quite an old one, Fate Like Potatoes. Um, I actually did. I watched that movie and yeah. I loved it. And the, and the fact that the, is it Ubaba Long Fundis? Yes. Yes, yes, when he just planted when it was so dry. It was quite a, a moving one. My, very moving, but one that speaks to where we are right now because our weather patterns don't really, um, you know, favor um, farmers who are used to the ordinary timetable. So with that being said, would one who is going into potato farming be setting themselves up for, 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 for great profit or for some sort of failure? I think potatoes are, are, are one of are some of, of those crops that are very easy to grow and do it. Um, that's a beauty part about them. Um, if you look at just maybe the stats in South Africa, uh, that the potato industry is is is, is really growing uh, from uh, over uh, 15, 15 or so years ago, uh, from um, you know a mere one point two million metric tons uh, to about 2.6 million metric tons. That just shows you that potato industry um, is growing. And and again, if you look at where in, in, in South Africa potato is grown, just like you referred to the fact it trade like potatoes, I think it's, um, it was done at a time when uh, there wasn't, uh, there was drought. But really lately, we do not see much drought, even though we have floods just uh, playing around in South Africa, like in Wazul Natal, as we have seen recently. But uh, potato, yes, they do need water, but you do definitely need to have very good grounds where you need to put in uh, this crop. But the good part about it is it really grows almost everywhere across the country. Of course, better in other areas than others uh, because of the soil conditions and the conduciveness of a particular environment.
So for one who wants to get into potato farming, um, what are the first steps that they should take and consider? I was talking, as we'd always prepare for this show, talking to some potato farmers and uh, uh, who, who are farming within our, our Amanda Omnoto platform. Uh, one of them, Mr. Kumalo in Newcastle, says to me, Kuku, you need to make sure that the, the soils are well uh, conducive, tested, and um, it, it helps to have that. And you need to make sure that uh, the type of the cultivar that you put is the one that really is, is conducive for that environment. Because in South Africa, we've got so many cultivars for potato as a crop. Uh, the mostly used one in Africa at the moment is the, is the BP1, as they, they would call it, uh, together with the up-to-date types. These are mostly used as, as sort of cultivars over and above quite a number of those. So cultivar type, lots of water, so you must make sure that you put in water, uh, water it timelessly, um, and ensure that, you know, our our you do not make the, the soils muddy, um, but uh, you water it accordingly. Obviously, put the correct fertilizer as well, um, so that you, you are able to sort of like grow your plant appropriately. So these are just but some of the, the, the sort of like uh, steps that you need to take when you are planting potato. So if you want to go into potato farming, what sort of hectares of land do you need if you want it to be commercial and profit- profitable? Yeah, uh, it, 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 I mean, from, from, from half a hectare, really. Remember, this crop is such a generous crop. It will give you sometimes anywhere between just the one seed, anywhere between five and ten potatoes. And, and that is why it is such a, a so good and a generous crop because um, it's sort of like a, a, even in a small space gives you more than what you would have bargained for, right? And so this is a, a very nice crop to have uh, from that perspective. But again, as to where you plant it, you asked that question in South Africa. It, it's so interesting to note that Limpopo lives, uh, followed by the Western uh, uh, Free State, Limpopo, I think it's about 20%, with Free State 16%, and Sun South Area 15%, as well as the Eastern Free State at 11%, and other provinces. Just the, the ones I've just mentioned, they account for over 60% of the total potato production in the country. Um, and again, if you look at the places like, uh, um, you know, the, the fresh produce markets where these crops are sold mostly, uh, you'd find, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the Joybrook Fresh Produce Market, which falls under the Johannesburg municipality, is the biggest. Actually, it's, it's called the stock market of, of fresh produce in Africa, um, which turned over uh, 7 billion rand. I remember about 15 years ago when I used to visit that stock exchange, turning over 3.9 billion rand, literally over a billion rand worth of that turnover was potatoes, coming from potatoes, and mainly from Limpopo, 40% of the crops actually uh, from that uh, you know, fresh produce market come from Limpopo. That just tells you about how big this industry is uh, right across the country. 
Sure. So it is a huge industry. It's one I think uh, farmers should really be considering if they've got enough land and they've got the correct soil in the land. What sort of capital do you need to, to start off in the commercial uh, potato farming industry? It's not really big capital. I must, I must say, again, it's one of those uh, crops which uh, if you are going to do subsistently, you obviously... Uh, you know, we'll be you'll be talking a hectare, five hectares, and, and ten, ten hectares, twenty hectares. But it's a livable, uh, you know, uh, output out of those hectares. Uh, but if you're talking now serious commercial venture, um, you need to sort of like have uh, to account for soil preparations. As I've said, you need to ensure that obviously the place is fenced. And you must ensure that uh, you buy the correct cultivar. That's why it becomes a little bit high when you start doing the real commercial uh, venture part of it. But something very interesting, Mantul, which I think I need to highlight. We are in South Africa with uh, a socioeconomic context that needs to be, you know, developed every ever so often. In this instance, when it comes to this industry, it's one of those very least transformed industry. As I was talking about the Joburg Fresh Produce Market being this big and the size being, I think now the size of potato there uh, standing to be corrected, it's well over two billion. Uh, if you if you sort of account from what I was mentioning before, where potato was over a billion up to now, uh, the, 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 the black farmers are very few. You, you literally have got about 1% of black farmers producing. And yet, uh, uh, black people consume a lot in this country, but they do not produce as much as they consume. I think this is the picture that we really do need to change. Why is this? Why is it that uh, potato farming is not so prevalent within uh, the black communities? It's a variety of reasons, in my view. Probably those that uh, work direct in the space would give a more appropriate answer. But from our point of view as Amanda Mnoju, this is just a, a sector that uh, reflects what needs to be done in this country to change uh, the whole culture and the, the, the environment uh, because government needs to really seriously give that necessary impetus in this in this sector. You know, uh, some people may say, but government and government, fact is, Mantuli, government uh, in many places across the globe plays a huge role in sort of like upping the ante as it were when it comes to uh, balancing the scales on, on the on the on the economic platform where you've got people that go to the empowered to seriously become commercial farmers, in this case being black because uh, these are the people who need to be pulled up and assisted a great deal. Uh, like you were asking, the, the, uh, the sort of like how much is the capital required. The capital required at the commercial level tends to be seriously high because these crops, if you talk agriculture generally, uh, when they're, whether you're talking maize, you start becoming what is regarded as a commercial farmer when you're producing, say, for instance, 200 hectares, and that serious number of hectares, and you cannot do that with 5 million rent even. But how many of black people have got that amount in their accounts if they cannot be assisted? 
So this is the reason why I'm emphasizing on the issue of government who is supposed to come uh, and be very pointed and, and say we want to uplift and, and at least increase the scale up to 10-15% of black people producing potato, just like other industries which we know they are very far less represented. Sure. So it's it's quite a costly exercise to get into potato farming, but one that is quite profitable and one that requires transformation. In in, in the figures and facts that you have, are there a lot of females um, who have entered into potato farming, or is it uh, still just very male-dominated? I think it's generally a trend that, um, uh, even though I may not be accurate with this in the sense that I don't know the exact figures, but it's generally a trend that uh, it's, the females will be less represented in this industry, um, just like disabled people will be less represented as well. So there is, from what I've uh, gathered, very less, uh, but there's work being done by associations like Potato South Africa, um, who are sort of like hard at work to kind of assist, but again, as we are talking about just a percentage of black people being part of this, you can almost uh, see for yourself that if 1% of black people are part of producing potato in South Africa, uh, how many females are there? Mm. Um, the, the, the number shrinks even further and becomes very insignificant. So this is why we're emphasizing that the need to transform this industry, just like others, is very, very crucial because, you know, we eat potato every day. Sometimes we are not even aware that we're eating potato. Uh, Just buy those chips, value-added, you know, and you eat and you mesh. uh, This is is a type of staple food that you eat, you know, without being conscious that you are eating it, just like eggs, which are almost found found everywhere. So, yeah, it's, it's such a very crucial thing that we have this transformed. Well, uh, our A-teamers have something to say. If you've got a question or a comment around uh, uh, potato farming, you can uh, send your messages to 0614-104-107 or even uh, send an SMS to 41391. Patricia and our lovely farmer. Potatoes are the most convenient food in the entire world. All that potatoes, we do buy potatoes in the form of chips, and you know that chips are bought like this no tomorrow they are bought by our learners in most cases so potatoes you know even if you just cook potato soup and add this beef cook you know you get native taste so for that cogent reason for the reasons I have cited so the potatoes should be the most marketable vegetables. The potatoes should be the most marketable vegetables. Good evening of people. How would the program be? It's only fair for us to call a spade a spade. The lack of access by black people to farming, including any kind of farming, and then only still almost 
30, 30 years down the freedom we still have one percent that's a staggering staggering projections of our so-called achievement you know for us to be celebrating your freedom days and believe now to Myanmar we don't have access to land so you don't have to be going around the circles when you corner Recycling, let, let it be said, first. Mr. X, Marcosan. Well, A-teamers, you can keep those messages coming through on 614 uh, Google, uh, the issue of land. The issue of land is an issue that uh, Mr. X is raising, and I think it's one that a lot of people keep talking about, and uh, we still have a lot of uncertainty around it. Very much, uh, Mantuli. Again, you see, when it comes to black people, they they always talk about a need for smallholders to attain knowledge and provide them with this and that. And and we are and black people generally are called emerging, and I I always make a joke that it's the, these people are emerging and they've been forever emerging and never emerging, mm. uh, emerging farmers. Um, if we're serious, we have to pay particular attention to black people with land. Look, I understand the issue of land. It's true, we need land, and we know that over seventy percent, I think, uh, according to what we read. Uh, still falls in the hand of the minority in the country, and the other land belongs to government, and very small amount of land belongs to black people, as it were. It's in, it's a political hot potato, and as we're talking about potatoes, and an issue that needs to be addressed. We can't shy away from that. Mm-hmm. But for the for those that have got land, because there are those that have got land, Mandur, and they're not using it, and some of them. It's not after their own making that they are not using the land. It's because they need capital to run and to do something in that land. I agree definitely, Mr. X. Land is still very much an issue in South Africa for black farmers. Uh, but for those that have a little bit of it, the capital to work that land becomes crucial. Well, Khabuddin uh, Bramfisher mentioned how versatile potatoes are and everyone loves them. So <laughs> I think w- w- the more farmers we get, um, South African farmers we get uh, producing potatoes, maybe the competition might be higher and we won't see such high prices on our shelves. Absolutely. We, we definitely need to you know, keep the production going and, uh, and, and increase you know, the, the supply. Uh, so as to reduce the, 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 the food prices. I mean, but besides uh, farming for commercial purposes, even, you know, behind people's houses, in rural areas, in townships, if you've got a space, put up something that will ensure you augment, you know, your food source, uh, which is potatoes, an example. So at least, you you know, you lessen this burden that we all are feeling at the moment. But definitely we need more people planting potatoes so that at least the prices will reduce. I mean, that's just a common knowledge in terms of economics. Here's a message from Donald in Rustenburg who says, Good evening, Patricia and all A-teamers. Which variety of potatoes thrives where there is low rainfall? Yeah, like, like I said, there the, 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 the are cultivars and varieties in South Africa. They are Mondial, they are Fabula, and BP13 or BP1. They are, they, are, they are mostly farmed in South Africa. They normally grow in uh, different areas uh, where, you know, 
the, 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 like the, our listener is asking, there's not much for information. Again, I think the, the Department of Agriculture have got extension officers who are always ready and helpful to work with you, whether it's through the Agricultural Research Council, uh, in Wazulantali, Sidara, uh, and those types of um, you know institutions of government that are very helpful with information and, and testing your land and assisting you to know what variety best grows where, uh, that will help you a great deal. Peter George in Johannesburg says, hey, says Pat, it's very, very sad um, that a very little percentage of Africans of farming majority have no land to produce. Therefore, those not occupying all their land can sort out a portion for up-and-coming young African farmers. I'm going to the lines now. I've got a teamer, Robbie, on the line. Good evening, Robbie. Good evening, Robbie. Yeah, thank you. And I just would like to say... Um Thank you for, for to all the listeners for, for listening this evening. And um, just a quick point. Um, on on land um, in terms of South Africa, and, and it's predominantly white-owned, it really needs to be thought thoroughly through um, in terms of land expropriation about compensation or without compensation and, and about um, thinking about what you would do with the land once you once you've got it and how you would firstly fund the the farming practices that will go on it as well as have the expertise to to execute what you would like to to do on that land and just yeah that's that's my point of view and it needs to be thoroughly thought through by government or or by whoever's funding those um those practices and are yeah, taken forward. That's that's my point of point of view. And yeah, if you would like to comment on that, that would be great. Thank you so very much, Robbie, for calling in. Let me allow our guest uh, Google Letukaba to to uh, just weigh in on that one. Google. Okay. So I I, I didn't get Robbie's question exactly. I think not a talking. question so much, yeah. but uh, a comment. comment. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, look, the, there's a there's a role that government has to play and the institutions of government, whether it is your uh, land bank, one day we need to talk about land bank in terms of their accountability, even when it comes to black farmers, uh, or, or, or the National Empowerment Fund, or the IDC. And some of these institutions, Mandul, have certainly moved away from funding primary production. They were doing it uh, some years ago, but they've moved away. They now want to fund value addition. And, and the question is, who are they leaving to fund primary production? And you find the predominantly white farmers have got associations that are old, who've been there, and they've got money. But black farmers in particular, they struggle, and there's no support. Um, so they've got to go to the same departments which must service everyone, and, and you'd find that money is not there to assist them. So these are issues that I think need to be dealt with thoroughly. As Robbie was saying, I think it's a very important point. Well, uh, we need to round up our conversation. I know I've asked you for something similar to potatoes, since you're in case mm. at N, but Amadoumbe specifically. So I know that yeah. delivery is coming. But what are your closing comments on our discussion, just to encourage um, farmers who are keen on potato farming? Definitely. Uh, uh, farmers go onto this industry. It's a very good industry. It's profitable. Um, and it is good 
uh, to farm potato, and there will always be huge industry. Uh, I mean, I mean, sort of market for potatoes. We know we've got different uh, industries and restaurants who are consuming a lot of this, including the markets, especially your fresh produce markets. They are duty bound uh, to be able to buy from you. So the market is guaranteed; it is there. So for for those that want to get in touch with us, we are obviously working through our Facebook page, Amanda Omnoto. Just go and like it. Tomorrow we have got uh, sort of sessions at 11 o'clock uh, discussing black industrialists and, and sort of like getting people to know how to access funding. Excellent. Kuku, always such a great pleasure. Thank you very much, Nongos. Thank you, Tama. It's a minute after 11. Now let's go straight to the news with uh, Mudubi Mahalimela. Mudubi, heita hola.